Welcome to Wrestling Off the Handle. I'm your host, Renal Prevel. Through the app, I got my co-host, Randy Vega, on the line. What up, bitches? See, I finally did it right. Through Good the job. App. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Yes. See what happens when you have a GED, ladies and gentlemen? <clears throat> yep. Uh, I guess. <laughs> if that's where we're setting standards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. GED, guys. Yeah, it's good enough. Anyway, here we go. Uh, we talk about SummerSlam, 2019 SummerSlam. I liked it. Um, of, so far, of all the pay-per-views, this one was actually pretty good. Uh, I, would, I, I would give it out of a 10. What would you give it out of a 10, like 1 to 10? I'll give you a 9 because we'll talk about it later with the Brock and uh, Seth match. Eh. I'll give it an 8. I'll give it a 9. Maybe an 8. Yeah, I'll give it a 9 because it's – Reason why that is because of the we'll get to it at the end, but um, the real we'll go more in detail. But the reason why I say a nine because it's good that Seth became the heavyweight champion again, the universal champion again. Mm-hmm. But the match itself wasn't that great to me. I beg to differ. There was another match that's why I'm giving it an eight. All right. Well, we'll go in first match uh, opening night uh, of SummerSlam was. Becky versus Natalia. What do you feel yep. about that? I actually thought it was a, a, a decent match. Natalia actually did better than I thought she would do. Uh, yeah, I and agree with you. Same with Becky Lynch. They both uh, did well. Mm-hmm. They both did really good. Uh, granted, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> granted, it was uh, submissions only. You know, and uh, some of the stuff they were trying to do was kind of. A little sloppy. Does that make sense? Yeah, a little botchy, but a little 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 botchy. But like when you're doing submissions and you're doing the transfers between each one, sometimes it can get a little. You know, you can get a little lost in the moment. But the majority of it was actually really good. That was yeah. It was a. I thought it was a great way to start off SummerSlam. I agree with you. I thought it was a great way, Um, but especially they got they had a little bit more time. I like that they were going submission after submission and was a little bit transition-wise. There were some little stumbles, but that happens. And uh, I thought it was great to see Natalia uh, actually in the picture of the title uh, picture again. Uh, she hasn't had a title since, like, 2002 or four, maybe five. Well, I mean, I, I can see why, but... Well, you always want to push the younger crowd, a younger audience, and that usually always happens. No, no disrespect to Natalia. She has been there a long time. She's yeah. more an enhancer and a teacher than necessarily a star in the company. Even though she is a star, I just yeah. feel like she just makes people look better because she's so good at what she does. Yep. All right, next match. <coughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. On that match, the Becky Lynch and Natalia, I thought yeah. it was dope that she got caught in the sharpshooter on the top. She got what? I, I thought it was dope that Natalia put Becky in the sharpshooter on the top oh, rope. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was dope. That Surprised dope. the fuck out of me. I don't know how that managed to happen. I don't remember how. But I was uh, watching. I was like, that's different. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought that. Because <laughs> Natalia doesn't really get that much time on TV. She's on TV, but she gets maybe three minutes. This was like a full, what, five, maybe six to seven minute match? So I get had- it, yeah. <clears throat> and they both did good. They were both, you know, fighting dirty the whole nine. It was good. Uh, so what do you think about the Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler match? Hilarious. I thought it was funny. 
um, I had a conversation with like one of my, uh, actually my boss about it. He's like, yo, why do you give him to Dolph? Why don't you give it to Muhammad Ali? Uh, not Muhammad Ali. Um, that kid, uh, he's wrestling right. I cannot remember his name. Uh, he came from 205. Now he's in the main roster. Ali something. Mustafa. Oh, Ali. Mustafa Ali. Yeah. No, he just goes by Ali now. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yep. Just Ali. Mm-hmm. All right. Ali. I was th- I thought it made sense for it to be Dolph instead of Ali because you knew someone was going to get squashed. And I'd rather Dolph get squashed because he's had his time in the in world yep. champion United States and tag. I thought it made sense for that. And I, it, the reason why the match ended up the way it did is because to make up for that uh-huh. Undertaker and Goldberg match. Undertaker already got his uh, makeup for uh, with joining Roman on the tag team ship. He had to get that taste out of his mouth. Um, but that uh, spear and uh, jackknife, he had to do. Um, he had to do that because that's what brought, um, Goldberg does. Mm-hmm. He, the whole WCW thing, it made nostalgic. And if you keep bringing Goldberg in to do stuff like that, that's fine. Yeah, no, so, I get that. If you come, if you bring him in to do some of uh, some of the, uh, I want to say, like. I would say, like, we bring them in to do something like the legendary card type things. Like, you have a new a new guy coming in, and you got to get your ass whipped a little bit by an older dude. I get it. Like, what happened? Mm-hmm. Keeping him in that lane, cool. But to try to make him, like, a full-time, full-time dude, nah. or, like, have him appear once in a blue, like, a tag match, or, like, come in to help somebody, I would be cool with that. You get what I mean? I like that if they in and out, yeah. But let him just spirit. Yo, Dolph definitely hold the hell out of those spirits. They really hurt. He Dolph? Fixed. Yeah, he was to me um, is the best person I have ever seen in the industry to sell a fucking finisher. Yeah, he is. Dude, he, that last the finisher, yeah. Yeah, besides the rock, the last spear where yeah. Goldberg hit both ropes and and popped his ass. Yeah. When he got hit, he flipped, he landed on his feet, managed to do like a pirouette on his heels and fall back down. Hilarious. If anyone that ever watches wrestling or went to wrestling school, I was never good enough to be a real wrestler. I have one match underneath my belt. But if you saw the way he hit that rope, that's supposed to break. Anyone that knows wrestling, you're supposed to hit the rope with your back but hold it with your hand. He went pure, purely back and could have went over. Like Goldberg hit – I don't know if you noticed when he hit that rope, he hit it too hard. Oh, you mean when he uh padded uh... – Dolph in the back him. when he hit the rope behind him. Yeah. He oh yeah, he he yeah, fucking that that cable fucking looked like it was about to give. It looked like yeah, it was painful. But it was a pretty good match. Uh, I thought it ended well. Dolph did very good at uh, selling and talking on the mic. Bro, that like, shit talking was hilarious. It was. <laughs> and then his face when he goes, I knew you were the man, the music dropped, he's like, fuck. Fine. <laughs> I should have done it. Yeah. Goldberg definitely had his comeback. Undertaker has a comeback match. They don't need to come back ever again. We're done. The only time I want to see them coming back mm-hmm. is if it's like the authority, like we're having a Shane and shit like that, or somebody's like getting overwhelmed and it's someone they've worked with in the past that's a youngin. Mm-hmm. If they came back, like I could see Goldberg coming out to, like, help the Miz because of what happened the way it transitioned last time? Exactly. Like, if, like, Dolph buddied up with somebody else and they start jumping the Miz, 
like Elias or some shit like that, I can see that happening where they tag up. Yeah, like I him. Like that. Oh, like same thing with Undertaker, like here they were Roman. Yeah, that, exactly. Cool. If you come back to help the Young Bucks, or like mm-hmm. even if it's like a quick like, you come in for an episode or whatever like that, and then disappear. Cool. But to be like ahead, you're one on one with people. Nah, or like if you're yeah, you can be in someone's corner. I get it, but. You know, that's it on that one, man. It was great. I thought it was a fun match. It was a good filler. Yeah, man. Uh, after that, the <laughs> AJ Styles match. Uh, Ricochet is just amazing at the flips. He always, even when he messes up, it doesn't even look like he messed up. I I thought it was weird that he came out. People were roasting him online. Uh, but he came out with a Nightwing uh, yep. costume. thought that was dope, man. Uh, you know what? I like the outfit, man. All right, look. I'm not a DC fan. I thought it was cool, mm-hmm. but I didn't expect them to have the whole bodysuit. I think dudes that wrestle like full bodysuits look weird. I think it's cool, man. It's just a costume. It's just it's hot as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like it looked weird. Like I look cool. He, never, he usually always wears a shirt. Um, he just wears like regular tights, long tights, and no shirt. But it was, I thought it was a good match. It ended up with um, AJ. Um, well, uh, Ricochet going see- for. This huh? match, I did not get a chance to see. I had to step away because I went up to do a set. All right, so well, let me explain well, this. I was, I was watching SummerSlam on my right. phone while I was at a show. This is how dedicated I am to the podcast, okay? <laughs> exactly, man. And honestly, this pay-per-view was good. If it was a bad pay-per-view, I fell asleep through some of it because I'm just – I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but it was, <laughs> I, I got up. I watched the rest of it. It was a fast. It didn't take too long. It didn't lag. I didn't watch the pre-show. I should have looked into that, but I don't know if I can care about the pre-shows as much anymore. I'll catch on those later on. I don't want to long for wrestling. I, I tried to watch some of the pre-show because I was there at the place I was at early, but I just couldn't get it on the phone. Yeah. The, well, the AJ match, it was good. It, um, it would be definitely complement each other. It was just pretty much flip after flip, submission after – not submission – it was a couple of submissions from um, AJ, but it was just nice transition. Uh, the winner of that being AJ Styles taking his United States title back home, uh, and then they end up the club ends up beating up Ricochet. Yeah, uh, I got a feeling that Ricochet is going to end up tag teaming with somebody, a group, and it's going to make another three man group. Yeah, but like, what? Who do you want him with? You you know who I what I think is going to happen. You can't do another lucha party. You can't have him with another flipping. No, to get him with big dudes. Well, you could, but it can't be like lucha when it's three luchadors. Yeah, you can have with people his size, but not everybody has to be lucha. I think that some of the people that they were going to bring up from NXT, mm. maybe, or even some of the dudes that are on the roster that haven't been out there in a while, like Ali. Yeah, and um, and Alistair Black, because they made a good oh. tag team. Okay, I can see that. Alistair Black, Ricochet, and I'm sorry, who is uh, Ali? Ali. After, I, this look good. That's a good. That's a good squad. Yeah, I, I could see mm-hmm. them pulling it off too because I remember there was a they had an actual tag team together a while ago when it was up three. Yeah, but they never won the then, I thought they were going to do that with Alistair Black and him. No, they just did like a random a three man tag because I think the each person that they were fighting they had a problem with. So it was like them three versus the other three that were having an issue. I think Randy Orton was in it as well, some shit. And um, but I remember uh, 
Ali just came back out on Monday, I think it was, Monday night, to fight yeah. uh, Dolph because Dolph attacked, I think it was Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Or whoever it was. So Dolph Ali came that. out. Yeah. He won that. But I can see Ali getting back in the picture and that possibly being something they do. Yeah. Fans see, the fans seem to like him, but it doesn't seem like WWE is really pushing him as much. They put him in there, but they're not really like pushing him to the moon where they're doing a lot of uh, vignettes or anything with him. But yeah, I can see a, a team with the, against the um, the original club, the only club that matters. I can see that. Yeah, and I can. Yeah, and Alistair Black, man, that, that dude, oh, I, I, I like his fucking style. Yeah. Well, um, we're gonna move on to the Bailey uh, Amber match, Amber Moon. I thought it was okay. Amber uh, did so. It was a pretty good match. Uh, I wasn't surprised that um, Bailey won. I feel like they're pushing her more. Amber, um, she's she's all right, but I just feel like she needs to talk more, man. I, I want Amber? to see more. Yeah, Amber Moon. Yeah, but I mean, the what they call her, the goddess of uh, the war goddess or some shit. Something like that. I don't know. They got yeah. They got to give her more talk time. But I don't. I think they could do so much with her character. Like she could be that fucking. She could be the. This, of, what they're doing with uh uh uh. The hell is her name? Uh, Nikki Cross. Yeah, just have her tag with some uh someone with a better um. Uh, communication skills. As I stuttered by saying that, she can be like seriously. She could be a better speaking version of Nikki Cross, or okay. she can be the next um, uh, 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 Sasha Banks and pair her with Bailey. Yeah, Sasha didn't show up at SummerSlam. I thought she was booked for this. I don't know, right? man. Here, I don't know. Maybe I missed it. But uh, end up that match. End up Bailey winning that. Um, it was an okay match. Wasn't. Is in between. It was okay. Amber yeah. um, did a lot of cool uh, moves, but you know it is what it is. But, um, Shane versus uh, KO. Uh, <coughs> that one I saw. That was I hilarious. I hate. I hate Shane McMahon's punches and kicks. They look so unrealistic. Yeah. And like, and people will take it like act like they really get hurt. I'm like that dude's six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. No kicks would never do anything. Who's six foot five? Kevin, uh, he's probably six one, but he's six one. But he would never take those kicks and like see them with No, 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 especially with the way he's always doing the little fuck, uh, fake ass uh, body punch and stuff. Like I, I don't know, does Shane actually watch videos of him wrestling and be like, "Hmm, I'm doing great." Like a kind of delusion. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but KO took that uh, took that win, but uh, it was pretty funny. Shane kept trying to get him to get him disqualified by getting KO to hit him with a chair, and KO just snaps and then just throws the chair away. He should have hit Shane. Shane looking like, "Hit me! Come on! Come on! Do it!" Just so he can get a win. Yeah, he was like, uh, <clears throat> and they ended up beating the shit out of Elias outside the ring with that chair, and then when he went to go. <laughs> That was awesome. He went to go crack. What's it say? I like the fact that he gave the chair to the ref, and he waited for the ref to turn around and he could low blow him. That was awesome. That's pretty funny. Uh, that frog splash was pretty good, and the moonsault. Yeah. Uh, Santon. Yeah. Hit him with the Santon and the moon uh, and the uh, frog, frog splash. I feel like I'll take a frog splash from anyone, but, like, not KO, bro. That belly looks like it's going to hurt. <laughs> it's a hard belly, bro. You got to think about it. 
Exactly. <laughs> you got to give him credit, though. For a big dude, he's not afraid to jump off the ropes. No, and he landed as well. Yeah. Like, moves like a guy that's 180. Yeah, he's very acrobatic. Like, he's very agile. He jumps over the top ropes and shit, too. That's like a legit, like, cannonball jumping over and hitting somebody. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, I've seen him do that cannonball. He always scares me with that cannonball um, turnbuckle at the bottom. I'm always like, uh, but he always hits it perfectly. It just looks like it's going. He's gonna hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, match was great. Um, uh, the Trish versus Charlotte match. <clears throat> Trash. You didn't think it was good. Trash. Hello. It was trash. Well, yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, I thought it was trash. It was just too long of a match for nothing. Like, like there's no. The reason out. I say it was for nothing because if you would have had Trish win, I get it. You're home, get a hometown win. Cool. Good night. No, Charlotte Flair pretty much abused her the whole fight. She got off a move here and there, and then ends up winning, walking out the ring, and everybody's quiet. Nobody booed. Nothing. And then Trish tried to go corner to corner and do her little, like, all right, yeah, I love you guys. Thank you. And nobody cheered. It was almost quiet in there. It looked like online. I didn't get to see that match. I ended up watching the hat match. It looked like the crowd was in like, later on. But you're saying while streaming, it wasn't. <clears throat> I was bored that whole fight. Uh, all right. Like, yeah, I was I'll genuinely bored. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm. That fight was probably one of the worst fights for me to watch. It was just pointless to me. I thought it was a Charlotte, um, her not winning it. Like, if she would have won it, it makes sense. But also, it it would have made sense for Trish to just win it because you're not going to see her again. But if you see Charlotte, but if Charlotte loses, you also take that little bit of mystique from her that she lost by someone that's you're never going to see. So that means they're most likely going to put another title on that one. Yeah, but that's um, that's one of those legendary fights that you have with the people. Like you know how they, you know you give your legends their you know they lose their retirement fights and shit like that when they're done because Trish technically lost her retirement fight to Mickey James. Yeah, but that's one of those fights when they just come back for like the one off. Like yo, okay, you're talking shit, blah 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 blah. Usually the legends win those fights. They just come yeah. back, whoop a little bit of ass, and then dip out. <laughs> I didn't see the point in this fight. If you weren't gonna have a win, her win in her home country, her hometown. What's the point of her losing? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. What's the point of her losing? What's the point of her even fighting? Yeah, you can only lose unless you lose like in a hell in a cell or something where you gave all your up. <clears throat> yeah, I would say that Trish Stratus still had it in her match. She still did pretty well. Like, uh, I mean, when I say well, I mean like she still has what? it. You know? Yeah, for someone, she looks like she still has the agility and stuff like that. Like she looks like she could still pull some of that stuff off. And when she tried to pull some of that stuff off, it was very sloppy. I thought she hit that moonsault pretty well. Oh, not the moonsault, but the um, hurricane Arana from the turnbuckle pretty well. I thought. That yeah, was, but when was... she set that up, it was sloppy. Like it was, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't as flush. Like you know how back in the day when like. By the time the person gets up on the turnbuckle, she's already handstanding and grabbing you. Like you have no reaction time. Like it was a, a moment there where like she had to like look and set up herself to do it. It was really sloppy. Uh, well, she hasn't been in the ring a long time, man. She's get that ring rust. It's a real thing. Uh, coffee kicks it versus Randy Orton. This is why I gave it an eight. You like it? 
the best thing about the whole match to me was that RKO. Two things were be- good for me. RKO from the top turnbuckle where Coffee King Sting is. <laughs> yep. So when they end up, um, Kingston wins by disqualification because Randy's playing with him, touring him in front of his children. Well, they're right. both they're both counted out. Yeah, so, but whoever's the champion gets to keep it. I thought that was cool because you saw Kingston just snap and just beating up Randy and stuff like that, and I thought that was cool. <laughs> that's why they had. That's that's why I'm giving it an eight. I was kind of. It, the Daniel Bryan fight was amazing to me. Yeah. The Dolph Ziggler fight with him in the cage? Yeah. Awesome. This fight just seemed boring. It seemed like him and Randy, it was sometimes where they just couldn't get on the same page because one point you could see that uh, uh, when uh, uh, Kofi was going to jump off the rope, Randy like did the, cl- the hand clap where he goes to catch him for that speed, like the, the power slam, the, the, the scoop slam that he always does. Yeah. And he just kind of like gave up in the middle. He's like, oh, fuck, he's, I won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And then it was a couple of moments where it just looked like they weren't on the same page. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really catch much of that, but I, uh, I just saw what I saw. It was like, I'm just talking about like, overall, when I said that's match of the night, no. My ne- ne- the, the next match I'm going to talk about is a match of the night. But nope. I, I, I just saw there's two things I liked about that match. match. The Kingston and um, Randy was him be- getting beat up. Uh, Randy getting beat up by Kingston for messing with his family. And I thought that was cool because it has that whole issue from what? five to seven years ago, uh, you know, Kingston, you know, messed up a match or something like that. And Randy kind of pushed him down. So it gave him that whole confidence of like, yeah, guys, I'm still a champion. I'm the best. So, but the thing I did, the story, I thought it was good, but as a match itself, I see a point. The thing I think is going to happen is that the next fight they have, um, Kofi's going to defend his belt again Mm -hmm. against Randy Orton. But yeah, <clears throat> Excuse me. It's gonna be just like last time. No disqualifications. Yeah. Just like the the same fight they had when their first feud. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like was that. <clears throat> okay, cool. They both got counted out. Whatever. They didn't let Randy Orton build up the part for him to get pissed off to snap. You get what I mean? Like he just went out there. All Randy Orton did was just pick him up. He wasn't saying anything to the family. He was picking him up slowly, and he was going to do like he usually does where he, like, hits him with something and then, like, just then starts talking like, no, as he was picking him up, he just snapped. No thing was said. That didn't make sense to me. I, I think it made sense for Kingston. He was just toying with him. He's not going to say stuff to his little kids, but it was just good for him. Just to get back. No, you're not going to do for my family. They didn't even give him that opportunity. I thought that was cool. Yeah, I've seen Randy Orton, like, taunt people like that before and shit. I've seen it. He didn't have to be me. Like, oh, is this your daddy? Oh, is this yeah. your daddy? Is the man he could have said something like that. There was none of that. Is Randy Orton just picking him up in front of his kids and just looking, and then he just kind of lost him. There was no, like, buildup for him to, like, snap like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, me, to me, it wasn't believable. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the next match after that um, was Baylor. Baylor, sorry. Oh, <laughs> my God. Match of the night. I don't care what anyone says. You can fight me in the streets. I'll be in the beach. 
it was a match of the night, bro. It was dope. Bro. I was not a fan of the Bray Wyatt character. I thought it was so stupid. But the entrance was amazing. The music was cool. Uh, I, I, I am uh, a fan of everything they do now for that guy. Yes. I don't know why he gets so much. You don't see them do that with a lot of other wrestlers. Like, like they, they actually build a story, a long story. I know he was possibly injured, but they were still doing this long playoff thing, and it actually worked. This is what WWE needs to do. Instead of rushing stories or just rushing guys, this was a buildup, and it was good. Yeah. Dude, that that uh, that uh lantern with Bray Wyatt's old head? Yeah. And then the way he came in with the lights and everybody it was pitch dark except a little spotlight on him, and everybody in the arena had their phone lights on? Yep. That shit was sick, bro. That mandible claw at the end to finish the match was dope. Uh, Balor jumping off the top uh, turnbuckle. Uh, He gets caught with Bray Wyatt's mandible claw that uh, apparently uh, McFoley gave them that move. Yeah. Yeah, you can do this. I'm I'm totally fine with that. It was dope. His entrance was dope. His exit was uh, awesome. Lights off. Lights on him. Everything clicks off. He's gone. That was crazy. Yeah, they definitely made that a better character. He's really, you know what's so crazy about Bray Wyatt? That's how good he is. He is somewhat like McFoley or Cactus Jack or uh, Mankind, Dude Love. If I forgot any other, that's your business. But because he's literally changed his characters three times and still each time was kind of like, except Huxley Harris. That was a stupid character. Yeah. And the other two were dope as hell. And they would be Marcus as well. Don't mess it up. It's going to be amazing. He's going to be the next Undertaker, the next Sting. Mystical. I wouldn't even say that, bro. I think he would be like the next, uh, in a sense, like the next Mankind with a mask and shit. Yeah. The reason why I say uh, uh, Undertaker, because he still has that spirit, that a supernatural character where you know, he disappears. Mankind, Mick Foley, uh, Dude Love, Cactus Jack, didn't have a mystique to him other than that he's a tough as nail dude. But uh, Undertaker had that, like, I'm, I might be magic. Now, Bray White has that I might be magic disappearing act at the end of his match. You know what I think, though, dude? I don't think their feud between Valor and him are done. Oh, he needs that Intercontinental Championship, man. Wait, is he an Intercontinental Champion? No. Well, what's his face? Is uh, Sitsuke. Yeah. yeah, but I knew lose this match because he didn't see Demon Valor. No, yeah, yeah. But he came out in all white trying to be cool. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, he gonna lose. <laughs> but the way he came in the ring, though, bro, like that, it's just the way he walked in, the whole nine, bro, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, and his acting in the ring, too, like he's really like losing his shit. Yeah, like, in between his um, his new character, I was like, that that was storytelling. That was WWE telling a fucking story. Oh, yeah. But what I think is going to I don't think their feud is done with. <clears throat> I think something's going to happen where this is going to be a long-going feud where, and this it, is just me thinking, like, this is me thinking out the box. And I've been pretty accurate thinking outside the box and shit happening. Mm-hmm. But I think for a while, like, I, I would say not, not like, this month, but, like, the next time, like, the, um, the what? Okay, so, me usually thinking outside the box, I've usually been pretty spot on. You remember back in the day when they had, like, Undertaker and, like, 
Gangrel and them, like that whole Dark Order and shit like that, right? Yeah, that was dope. Uh-huh. So what I think is going to happen is that you got the Fiend, right? Mm-hmm. So besides the Fiend, the only other person you really had that was like crazy and demonic was the Demon. Yeah. Oh, right? Yeah, Demon Valor. Yeah. Demon Valor, yeah. I think that this is going to start a whole new like like a group because remember um the bray has never been on his own no but he's carried a lot of the weight right he's been one of the main characters i think something's gonna happen where you're gonna end up having finn Mm -hmm. bring back the demon character for a while Mm -hmm. with uh with the fiend and then somebody else is gonna go nuts i don't know man i don't see that that's i for us as fans, I see that would be a thing, but because WWE would like to protect that character and because it's merchandise, they would only, and it takes a lot of makeup to, to do that and time to do that. They would only probably do that for special uh, events like pay-per-views uh, or even like a random like Monday Night Raw, but like just to like boost up the ratings. You may see them a little bit for the Fox thing just to make people like, hey, oh, the demon's on. But I don't really see them doing that like but every if, single time. But I, I, I can see them bringing out the demon as one of the main people that's going to be on Fox to get people to go over to watch it for a bit. Because if, yeah. if they're going to try to push Fox, they're going to have to bring out all the stops. And I think The Fiend is just one of the stops. That would be Cause the Fiend, thing. Because even though uh, the, uh, the Fiend isn't on... Raw or SmackDown. He's not locked down to any of them yet. Yeah. Finn is on SmackDown. Yeah, okay. I just don't see that happening. As good bookers uh, that we are, apparently, that would be dope to happen. We'll see if that happens. It'd be pretty cool, but we'll wait and see. Because remember, uh, we'll you got you got, uh, the, you got the Beast Slayer. Yes. We'll get in, actually, we'll get right into this. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, no. Hold on. I'm not talking about his match. What are you talking about? I'm saying you have the Beast Slayer. Yeah, Seth Rollins. Okay, and what do we have now? In... Oh, in SmackDown? Who's the guy for SmackDown? No, no, no. Okay, you're missing what I'm trying to put together. No, no. You got the Fiend. Okay. Demon. Right? A right. demon. Okay. Crazy. And then you have the Beast Slayer. Uh, Seth Rollins. Exactly. Yeah, but What's they the would make that a Bro, I think honestly the next person that goes for a belt is gonna be him. Doubt that. I I, Doubt that. I can see I it happening, Bray, dude. I see Bray Wyatt actually winning uh the United States title or the Intercontinental ch- title. I don't see him being a heavyweight champion um with that character. I can. You he, know why? Because it's gonna bring wow. so much attention to it the way that it, it goes. Would. It would. It is gonna bring more views, especially when they oh they got this crazy shit going on. That dude's a champ. That's going to be nuts, right? And imagine, you never see Bray Wyatt with the belt. You only see it when The Fiend has it. You get what I'm saying? I may see him with it. He, We may get to see this. I may be, he might, you might, because, you know, it's coming up to the new uh, October schedule. He might change, make some of these changes, just to, like you said, like to give us some of uh, I'm saying, bro. I don't know. We'll see, though. Yeah, You know, also, um, NXT is going to Fox as well, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're doing something with that. But we'll end up with this uh, last match, the Brock versus uh, 
Seth Rollins. I didn't like the match. Uh, I thought I liked it. I didn't like it. I thought it was okay. I, obviously, I liked that Seth Rollins became the champion. Uh, actually, by the way, Robert Callett, um, our, uh, one of our guests on uh, Wrestling Off the Handle, is upset that Rollins has uh, the belt. <laughs> I didn't talk to him about I don't think he likes Brock either, but I guess he doesn't like Seth. <clears throat> I'm telling you, bro. I, I'm telling. I think the Fiend is about to come and take back over, dude. The what? I think the Fiend is what's gonna be next, man. Why do you say that? Because it's gonna be like that. Uh, nobody ever really wanted to fight the Undertaker until that one uh, person stood up, which is Shawn Michaels, right? Like the yeah. all white, you know. There hasn't been anything crazy like that. Remember, they're trying to bring back the Attitude Era and some sure. of the stuff they did. So they need some darker characters, but they're going to also need some bright in the light characters too. You know what I mean? Well, if you know, they're changing the rating for uh, WWE to TV 14. Where, like, you heard the crowd. They were cussing. They were yep. saying cuss words. Yep. They can cuss now. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's a whole new thing, new competition, more uh, new stuff. But, but again, with the Brock and Seth match, I thought it was okay. It was just power. It was pretty much power slam, reverse, stop, another slam, reverse of a slam, uh, stop. All right. That's all I'm watching. Well, yeah, but remember, Brock has to wrestle with acrobatic people because that's he doesn't have much of a skill set. I know. No, he does. If you go back to early 2000, not now. Yeah, he's, he's getting old. Dude. He's old, dude. He's just yeah, strong. Okay. He doesn't have as much agility as he used to. True, probably. I did think it was funny where uh, Brock was uh, swinging about uh, the, the tape. Around. Yeah, I was like, damn, that nigga is strong for real. Because like, uh, Seth's not a small guy. He's like, that's at least two hundred pounds. He's just swinging like <laughs> nothing. Yep. Yeah, but it was. I didn't like the match. That's why I gave it a nine. Um, now I kind of understand why you gave it an eight because of the Co- Coffee Kingston match. The match was that what one it was. and the uh, and, like, and the Charlotte Flair one. And the what? Yeah, that was. I'll give it. A, I, I'm still gonna give it a nine because of all of it as a show, it was pretty good. I love to see even if the the Charlotte match, like you said, you didn't really enjoy. It was good to see another uh, legend out there, and also that um, just to see women getting enough time to actually put out on a match. Yeah. The story of Kingston, thought it was dope. But um, for me, the night of uh, the match of the night was Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. That intro was insane, bro. And the music was good as fuck, bro. Yeah, I thought it was dope. I was Uh, shocked. His intro music was dope. Uh, Who do you give match of the night to? (laughs) I got to agree with you, man. That that entrance to Finn Balor and all shit like that, bro, that was just sick, man. That... It was dope. They pretty much right. made Bray Wyatt come back like a powerhouse, man. That's cool. Yeah, it was. Dope. I was not a fan of this until I actually seeing the execution, and I was like, "It would be." I was wrong. I you immediately became a fan the moment everything went dark and it said, "Let him in," and then you see all the lights cut out, and you see the spotlight of the lantern. I was like, "Oh my god, it's crazy, dope." It is. Rest this guy's. This is resting off the handle. We gave. Uh, match of the night of SummerSlam 2019 to Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. It's mostly because of Bray Wyatt, awesome character. Um, I don't know what else to say, bro. Uh, I got. You can always find me at everything at Hayes Renald. You can find me on my Instagram at Hayes Renald. Uh, Twitter Hayes Renald. H E Y I T S. My name Renald. And you, I think I got a show next week. I should have prepared that. 
Oh, well, we'll figure it out. I'll put it in later. Um, you got anything coming up, man? Um, I got nothing this week, but I do uh, not. Well, I do have some stuff this week. Um, I'm flying out. I'll be in uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania uh, this weekend doing a show on Saturday night in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'll have the post for that soon. If you guys want to come check me out, if we got anybody who listens to us in Pittsburgh, uh, Randy V Comedy, I'll be posting this on there. You come check me out Saturday night. Um, and that's really it this week, man. I'm staying low-key this week. I'm trying to get over this little cough. Uh, I want to go to Pittsburgh and have a good time. I don't want to be sick. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I feel you, man. Uh, thank you again, guys, for listening. Please like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast. We always appreciate this. Oh, Send oh, us- oh. Oh, and go follow my YouTube page, guys, Randy V Comedy. I got a new page I'm going to be making soon. Uh, I'll be giving details of that. But, yeah, come go check out my YouTube page, Randy V Comedy. Yeah, guys, check it out. It's dope. Uh, you guys can also um, find my YouTube channel. I forgot to put it out there. Hey, it's Renald, A-I-T-S, my name, R-E-N-A-L-D. Uh, also, uh, former, uh, we're going to be adding more guests to the show, not every week, but uh, – if you guys ever get a chance that you want to be on the podcast, you like the podcast, like, comment, share. And um, if you guys want to be on it, just DM me, Renal Prevail. <laughs> we'll try to see what we can do. Oh, thank you.